Welcome to Tequila Aficionados Open Bar. I'm Lisa Peach, and this is... I am Mike Morales doing last-minute social media for the show. We just wanted to make sure, too, that our pals at um, Nectar Blends are going to be on tonight. Yeah, I want to make sure they're getting online. By the way, um, this is going to be an interesting show for us because... Um, I should probably preface this by telling you if you've lived anywhere in a where there's a small neighborhood bar or you've lived in a control state or you where live everybody knows your name. where everybody knows your name, but but they only Norm. have but they only have an alcohol, a beer and wine license, okay, then then you have probably gone into a place where you they have on the on the on the menu. Do they've they give got you a beer margarita. No, they have a margarita on the menu, even though they don't sell liquor. Right? How do they do that? They do, how do they do that, Mike? They do. <laughs> <laughs> they do that, but don't look so surprised. Okay, how do they do that? They do that by letting the dog out first of all. Okay. And then yeah, she'll be right back. Um, I lived in New Mexico for 18 years and there's a lot of small hole in the wall mom and pop places that are actually known for their food more so than their, you know, beer and wine and liquor. Uh, it's it, sometimes depending on how old your state is, they, some of those liquor licenses are very expensive or yeah, they cost a lot of money. So Rather than, you know, when you're starting in a shoestring budget and you want to start a, a, a new restaurant or bar, a lot of these places you prefer have to serve a margarita. Well, yeah, especially if you got a Mexican food place, right? right. Or an Italian food you place or some kind of margarita. you got to have some kind of margarita. And that's where these these. Um, well, there's really only one. But now there's there's another one. So you need fill a need. Right? There there has always been what we call um, a a. Um, uh, Gosh, what do they call it? They, they, it it's a it's it has a, no agave wine, and you'll probably see it at some liquor stores as well. It's technically um, not a wine. It's technically not a liquor. Like wine, yeah, but it's it, not tequila. But yeah, it may even have a small amount of tequila in it. If but you've it's ever not had tequila, no. <laughs> Not really. It's not even real tequila. It's very rarely, if ever, made with a 100% tequila. So um, now there's really only one that that we've ever had. I, I know that I kind of I've been in some places where they they serve it, and it, it's developed and made to smell like a Jose Cuervo margarita with the booze in it. Okay. And and Mixto. yeah, it smells like mixto. Why I, would anyone ever aspire to taste like a mixto? You know, you got. Why would you? Why but, would you do that? But why would they do that, Mike? On a shoestring budget. Still, you know, still. Hey, you know when when there's when all else fails, using agave wine. So there's one particular brand of agave wine. I forget the name of it. It's been around forever. I'm sure you folks have seen it. You've seen it at the, at the bottom shelf. It's maybe no more than $10. It's extremely inexpensive. And, you know, if you want to make a quick ready-made margarita, you pour it over ice, you shake it up. Maybe you add more tequila in it. I don't know. Uh, but, 
you know, it's there. Now, the, the cool part about what's going on is that these guys approached us. These guys are they're they're um, Craig Ross and his partner Jonathan, and they approached just uh, just recent late late last year with with something they were experimenting with. They originally called it Honey Rita. Now it's called Nectar Nectar Blends. Yeah, there they are. They're they're calling in. So they call this a gourmet agave wine. <laughs> Hi guys, we're just. We're explaining to, to the audience what agave wine is if they've never actually doing? had any. Agave wine. But some, I, I'm sure lots of Great. tequila drinkers and margarita lovers have had it somewhere. And the interesting thing is that the two of you guys started with what you're calling a gourmet um, agave wine. And and what, what makes it gourmet is what you guys are going to tell us all about. Yeah. Yeah. Craft. Craft. Yeah. craft, yeah, craft. craft, and literally, this is this isn't. We're not just throwing that word around because it's popular. Um, they, this is literally a a craft product. So we're gonna we're gonna introduce. First of all, you're are you John or Craig? <laughs> Hi, Jonathan. I'm Mike. This is Lisa. Okay. We we've uh, spoken on the phone. We never actually met. You hear us? And that's Craig in the background. Uh, so, first of all, tell tell our 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 watchers and listeners Craig? how you guys. Where did you guys meet? And and have you always been in? I know I know Craig's been in tequila. You know, uh, you know for a let's, while. Let's start at the beginning. Why would you decide to make an agave wine? Well, uh, yeah. How come? Well, uh, it sort of started as a lark. We, uh, you know, like I say, tequila was always our go-to drink. We're not big on, uh, you know, the bourbons and stuff. And uh, Craig brought some some tequila up one night because he had a sore throat and stuff, and so he mixed some honey in with it. And, um, you know, Mexican cough syrup or something, right? <laughs> I was down at a friend's house in Mexico, and I had a uh, kind of a cold and his Mexican neighbors, really nice people. The, the gentleman, he uh, said that he had some Mexican cough syrup that's been in his wife's family for years, hundreds of years or whatever. And, uh, you know, I did a shot of it and it was just basically honey and tequila. And so he brought it up here and uh, I've got some mint growing in my patio here. And so I thought, hey, let's crush up some mint and throw that in there. We both, you know, our eyes opened up and said, hey, that's really nice. That's really good. And from there, we kind of kept on multiplying, you know, basically culinary herbs. So your, your use of the word gourmet is right in there. Somehow kind of clicks, you know, and uh, and we just we kept adding things and trying, you know, OK, it's too much of this. And just making kind of uh, batches of three bottles at a time. You know, because we we'd make it concentrate enough to do three bottles, and and uh, we loved it. You know, we kept tweaking it here and there over probably a good year, and uh, of course testing it with our friends. You know, and everybody seemed to really like it, and, uh, <laughs> and we thought, you know, stupidly, don't you hey, just maybe love, we can sell this. Don't you stuff. just love those really bad ideas? And so, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> 
yeah, we can make this in my garage, you know. <laughs> but no, then we had to get the licenses and the, you know, all that stuff. And then, then Craig uh, hooked in with the, our partners down in Mexico. We just sort of found them on the internet, and uh, it sounded really interesting what they had. And so we made an exploratory trip down there, and uh, really hit it off with them. <clears throat> Real small company, you know, a couple brothers and a and a little and a, a helper, a secretary. We're a team of five. We're. Uh... Two Mexican brothers from Mexico City, a really nice uh, young lady from Sinaloa, and two guys from uh, San Diego. And we're one big, really nice, it, it's a great, it just feels great. We really, it, it's a good match. Everybody, mm -hmm. if somebody was missing from the team, then there would be something missing. So yeah. we're really a team of five. Um, we've got, we've got yeah. broken Spanish, <laughs> and the, the brothers got, you know, broken English. But Patricia keeps it all together. The young girl can speak both. So she's amazing. She keeps she's it. She makes it absolutely work. amazing. She makes it work. So we do good and we have fun and we all eat together like a family for a couple of weeks and come home for production exhausted and have a food baby from all the wonderful food in Guadalajara that we eat every day. I mean, the food is so amazing there. It's just amazing. So we really when have uh, time when you brought that. the original hard recipe, hard, was the tequila a cien por ciento blanco? The original recipe, when we didn't know anything, we thought we could just uh, import a big tote of tequila to San Diego and 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 rectify, make it here. And, and once you learn that it's a little complicated and then also, um, you know, the, the whole agave wine, I've been drinking, I grew up near the border in Benita. And so I went to a lot of quinceañeras growing up and had a lot of friends and watched a lot of Mexican gentlemen sip their tequila. So I was really, when in my 20s, I was all about the, the, the white oak and yejos. And I just drank them and drank them and loved them. And Tanala, I think, was my favorite. Because back then, there wasn't a lot of, was not a lot of white oak back then. You know, now there's the Casanova and lots of, lot, lots of stuff. But back then, Tanala was great. I'd go down to the Mexican uh, uh, Old Town yeah, Market, that gentleman that owns that back liquor store there. You exactly. always turn me on to the Tanala, and <laughs> I just we just love the the vanilla cinnamon smooths, you know. And that's kind of was, and he and then I met him. We became friends first, and he had the same taste. He loved that really smooth, sipping tequila, you know, vanilla white oak type smooth smoothness, and that was really kind of what was that was wow. I think what's inspired us really. To make something smooth and easy sipping. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, the timing was just fortunate too, because I had, you know, we had moved into the era, I was recently uh, retired, and so I had time on my hands. And uh, Craig was looking for you know, a job. I lost my job with a Mexican corporation that was that, that they moved out of our state. And so I, I you know, and, and I was looking for a job and thinking of different opportunities and it just kind of happened. We kind of we kind of went from ignorance, you know, but, but we never ignorance and determination. But we never 
you know, yeah. we were waiting for a hurdle to come right along that we couldn't get over, but it never really came. Well, that's so, like I say, you know, don't you just love those yeah, bad ideas? You know, that, that, that our way, something really sure. nothing that but you had even thought about, you know. Uh, yeah. Now, ex explain. I, yeah. I know that, you, like I say, you and I, we've yeah. spoken uh, extensively. Um, the, yeah, yeah, finally, right? Um, yeah, it's finally glad to meet. Hey, you guys. This is our first interview. So far, ever, you guys so are doing great. Explain to everybody why you went as far as a, a, in, in the craft. Of, I guess you, for lack of calling it anything else, you know. Because we've been bootstrapping this, and um, we our first formula was actually a, a reposado. Um, but when we ran into challenges or, you know, with, with our initial plan, some gentleman actually here um, that makes a small distillery said to me, why don't you, have you, have you try it? Have you tried, did you try like, it? Did, did he have a sample of, was, really, of the, the, the trial? And, and, and so I... It's it's awful. <laughs> no, I, to be honest, I've never even tried agave wine before. Right. We, we learned that when we first went down to Mexico and met our partners down there. Everything happens for and a reason. Had, it was like a blessing in disguise for us. I think. And they had some stuff that they were adding flavors to and everything, you know. And, and he said, well, what do you mean? You can't drink this stuff myself. And we thought, uh-oh, you know, what, what are we down here for? Uh, but it had a really earthy, you know, real tequila plant kind of uh -huh. flavor to it. What? Now, and, uh, explain to, to us like, about the recipe. I know it has evolved. What I I'm, what I have here is I have batch number one, which which at the time now you know. And I was going to ask you, does it normally darken like That's this? Perfect. Have you? I I know that this was batch number one, and of course it's been a while since I've opened it since. Since you were you were uh, awarded the, you know the the brand of promise uh, uh, award for for agave wine because uh huh that that batch was sixteen and a half percent yeah um, so it, since it's been in the bottle half opened for a year it's probably getting dark when it's it's. The, that same batch we put on reserve and it's aging nicely. The, uh, you know, it's aging. We haven't, the bottles that yeah, have the, the newer batch, the batch number two is, is significantly batch. lighter. Are but, you uh, doing, what are you doing differently now for batch number two? Cause I know that you, you asked to resubmit batch number two. So this is the new and improved version. What are the differences between one and the other? The, the first batch, there's a little more of the fermented blue agave. <clears throat> and uh, and the percentage is a little bit less. Yeah, the, the, se well. the second batch, we bumped up the percentage. The third batch is going to say 18% on the bottle. Our new batches are going to be 18%. And the nice thing about that is, is yeast still can live at 16.5%. So we had to add a little uh, 
sulfites to the first batch, just a tiny bit, way under yeah. what you would normally add to wine because tequila is already pretty, pretty nice. It kills a lot of things, you know. But but once you bump it up to 18, you know, the, the, we're going to eliminate this any sulfites or anything mm -hmm. that we need to add to it. But we really we wanted to get something that was a little lighter and more. You could taste the you know the silver tequila in a little bit more. And uh, you know, it was, we had we made about three times as much with the second batch. And so, you know, when you do that, you never really know how your recipe is going to work out. I, I, mean, I have not tried know, batch number two, um, but uh, we're really I, happy I, with the second know, batch. I was kind of saving it because Alex and I have not have not uh, done our, our sipping okay. up the cuff for the resubmit of batch number two. We we love batch number one because. You know, he he worked in the obviously he worked in the wine business, the liquor business, and so have I. I mean, like I say, I've lived in 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 areas where traditionally the agave wine goes to these mom and pop stores that only have a beer and wine license and offer a margarita. So um, so I was familiar with the flavor profile of, of the original, you know, agave wine. It wasn't really. It wasn't anything I would pursue, but I thought this was completely, it was like a complete 180 because it doesn't smell anything as offensive. It's more herbal. It reminds me of a, of a tea, you know, and so I, I was intrigued. And then when you guys sent us the bottles, I said, wow, this is not, yeah. see, previously to that, I had been. Um, I, I was asked to to participate in a in a in a, a food show in Pasadena. Now I live in I live in Texas now, but at the time I was in Pasadena, and the 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 company that actually handles the agave wine, yeah. Franklin Distillers, was sampling it, and I hadn't had it in years, not since I left New Mexico, and and I retasted it it was just ex exactly as horrible as it always was so when i tasted yours i thought wow this is really different and now you guys are in san diego county you're in san diego um what kind of neither one of you have had experience in in the liquor business correct right no okay, so nope. Just, nope. just patrons of good agave beverages. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have a good friend who was who has a winery, you know, up in Napa Valley, and oh, and I watched him build his business. So I, you know, I saw all the hoops that he had to jump through, you know, and then I told him about our our venture, and he said, "Are you sure you want to get in the alcohol business?" But uh, you know, it's a much smaller scale. So and I and I have a good friend that um is a bottling manager at a big Napa winery. And, and I've become friends with all his friends because we go on mountain trips and stuff together. And so, so, so other tell than us, those Napa all, tell general, me you know, people, what, and, no. What are your successes that you've discovered in San Diego? Cause right now you're just, you're such, you're really literally the startup. You're, you're, you're starting from ground zero and you're presenting something, uh, you know, San Diego is a, is a fairly, um, uh, it can be a fairly lucrative property or territory. 
And it, but you know, it has. I used to live in in PB. I know there's there's bars in OB. So you have like two separate markets that you can deal. With. And and so you're you're actually trying to say hi to the cat. This is Freddie. Say um, you're you're trying to deal with both separate two separate segments of the market, and you're succeeding. Tell me, tell us how you're doing that. Well, that's just our local community right there. We kind of live on the border of La Jolla and Pacific Beach. So the nice thing is, is we, we're not, we, we had both are kind of our communities a little bit. So mm -hmm. we're just, we're just uh, test driving it. And, and Craig grew up here. Um, I, you know, I moved from the East Coast 20 years ago or so, and, but he grew up here and he had a, he's got a pretty good network of, uh, you know, guys that work, Bar, as bartending and you know working and, that, that business we're just trying to reach out to our community to start with to be honest with you right. well you know Why but, not? but the, the beautiful part about like i said God and wine is, is, go it's, it's like it's like mixed tequila it's got a really bad reputation exactly and and i know that you know you've you've well that's you've distinguished yourself from, from the only other agave wine that i know of and and you know but but you've been really successful in it and what i what i'm trying to lead at is how are you presenting this to to both segments of that market um how are you are you getting resistance or 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 are people really are you finding that the mixologists in the area are very open-minded and very receptive well it, the second batch came out, I think, better than we even thought it would. And so um, we're leaving it with the pros. You know, we want to have the really nice, the really talented bartenders in the community give a shot at it first. Which, which is a little, it's a little time consuming, you know, because first you got to make a relationship, you know, make a date for having a tasting and then, you know, give them a bottle or two and they can, you know, on their half hours, they can mix up some different uh, fruits or anything, you know, flavors, try to get, they have to get their own. But that's the completely different thing you know, bars as things. opposed to agave wine, Market the original people. agave wine, because um, all they could do was salt the rim, throw a lime in it, you know, serve it either on the rocks or, or frozen and call it a, fro you know, a margarita. What, what you're telling me but, is know, that. The, the times have changed. This sort of relationship building that they're doing, right. that's. That's how you get into the market nowadays. You've got to build those those one on one, those personal local relationships, and that's that's a, a great way to go. But but it's got to be time consuming. Yeah, uh, it's important. It is, yeah. and you know, um, Roger Klein, uh, I, on the on your last week's interview. Um, when you asked him about if he's going to branch out with new, you know, Bacanora and, and we want to start coming out with new formulas first, but we have a nice formula now. And, and when we first got in the business, our, our partners told us got to be patient in the alcohol business. And it's a lot like sailing. You can see the point conception where you want to go, but you just can't motor over there. You better, 
relax and read a book or something for the next couple hours. Or, yeah. Right. yeah. It's a little, you know, you got to, you got to really be patient. And it's well, you really know, hard. With, yes, with us at Tequila Aficionado, we're, we're such patience, a, a niche market yeah. because it's, it's yeah. all agave. And, and when you look at the, the, the liquor segment, period, you know, tequila is always bringing up the rear because always. because of the length of time it takes for it to grow to begin with. You know, the the the, 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 the materia prima, the, the prime material, it already, you know, it takes eight years yeah. to grow. So it's no matter how hard they try, it's never going to be up yeah. there with whiskeys and vodkas because right. it's not a... Re- it's not something that renews yearly. So so I can only imagine trying to carve out a niche within a niche, you know, but but what I was right. getting at was that the beautiful part about about the the nectar blends is that it, it lends itself to the creativity more so than the original agave wine. And, and yeah. We've never tried the original agave wine. You're, you know, we we you're talking to old and yeho drinkers, and now we're starting to like the bacanora and the and the mezcals. I really have, uh, ta- I haven't tasted of, you know, uh, I like satols and bacanora. I haven't even gotten into mezcals yet, but I'm looking forward to it. I like the whole agave industry, and we're not trying to be like tequila, and and we respect tequila because, mm-hmm. and we respect all of the different. 100% de agave beverages that are coming out now. I mean, I, I've only tasted a few mezcals, you know, and, and we're just, the, the industry is well, blooming. It's getting broader We've and nicer. Uh, and a little bit there's about a lot more good how, taste out there. Um, you, know, you know, when you're, when you're approaching your markets, you have some of the nice higher-end restaurants in La Jolla, um, and then you have some of the other places that, you know, like an OB or PB that, that I used to frequent. And, and you know, you're, you're approaching, like, for instance, you had a, a wonderful success yesterday right. during Mother's Day. Right. Uh, with, with, a, with a beautiful uh, craft cocktail with strawberries yeah, for those absolutely. who don't want to do mimosas. Well, listen, how did that happen? Yeah. How did that, was, how did that work out? That. Yeah. The same reason our motivation for coming out with this drink is both of us, we were friends first, but we had this thing about us is we like tequila, but you have to be really, there's obviously, you know, if you make a good margarita, it's real good, but there's so many bad ones out there that we, we you know, we just liked tequila, you know, and, and, and so we wanted to come out with kind of a, something a little smoother and less acidic than a regular hardcore, deeply, you know, flavored margarita, mm-hmm. you know, something a little lighter, a little smoother, a little more so easy fun. sipping, like in, in Yeho's easy sipping, you know, we're, easy sipping. We've, we've been really, uh, we've been pleasantly surprised at how adaptable this batch two is to, you know, different flavors. Um, you know, we even have tried it in hot tea and it's great, you know. It works really well with citrus. So, and, so what uh, farm did you have to break the nose to get on, the on a Mother's Day menu instead of a yeah. mimosa? Yeah, who what restaurant? What, what what place are we talking tell us, about? Yeah, tell, who, t- who's your client? Who was the bartender? 
What's well, the restaurant? Who came up with this idea? Um, so I just like I that's what I was leading to. Just like I really don't like mar mar margaritas. I'm not a huge fan of sh champagne, especially like the house champagne at your average. Too much tire it makes you know. Just wanted to come out with a champagne alternative, and I was working with the head bartender, and um, I was thinking that we were going to come out with a simple syrup orange kind of mimosa, and and the head bartender at Beaumont's <laughs> sent me a text that morning and showed me the strawberry one, That's and I cool. said, "That's oh, great, cool Mama that strawberries." Great. I love. And he's like, "Well, that's going to be the name of it." Is so and so. Collaboration. Yeah. And yeah. it was just timing that, you know, Mother's Day was right there and they do big brunches and everything. So but, uh, it fit right in. But I mean, just, just you know, just because it's not $100 a bottle and it doesn't say on the label how, how great it is, just like a grape wine drinker, whether it's a $100 bottle or a $10 bottle and whether whatever it says on the label, a good wine drinker will know if it's good or good stuff or not right off the bat. He doesn't need to be told. And we got, you know, our, our partners, we, we have a really nice, um, the, the spirit aspect of it is the tequila aspect of it is, uh, we just got lucky. We, we have a real good, nice source and it's very clean and doesn't give you a hangover. And it, has all the characteristics of a really, but, really but you know that they nice will, they will tequila. share with me what where they're want. getting their tequila. Want to have a nice buzz? And no it's hangover. like it's like a trade secret. <laughs> no, I call it blowback. Blowback. It's heartburn. It's it's bad tequila makes you crazy, makes you tired. It's just good tequila. It has a nice buzz, and there's really no blowback. Yeah. You know, no negatives. You know, and 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 that's this drink. Has those characteristics, and so we had a couple friends, couple fans over last night, and hey. we drank more than we really planned, and, and should yeah, have. I really, can tell you that but no headaches today, and so and that's but just for kicks really and giggles, you, you guys should really source out the, really the original pure agave pure. wine, yeah. just so you can have something to compare it with, because you'll hate it. You'll hate it. <laughs> yeah, it's. You you can't you can't miss it. It's what's the name? It's, you it's know, just look at the bottom. It's usually at the bottom shelf where the mixers are, and and it's okay. it's, it's, it's horrific. Um, tell okay. tell me how how the yeah. other segment of the markets are. You know, because generally speaking, there there's there's some places that like to that that are featuring or want to feature your agave wine in shots, but you're not calling it that, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, as far as the uh, the shots we're coming out with in Ocean Beach this month, well, well, it, it's a tricky one because we have a new tricky drink. Um, they're they're not the pucker shots; they're the easy shots, the easy sipping shots. But at the same time, they're great to do the whole thing at once. And uh, we're trying to think of you know all the names have been taken, so. <laughs> So we, we thought of a crush, just crush it. My actually, my my longtime friend at, at the Ocean Beach head bartender, he said, "Why why don't we make a Mexican candy crush?" 
and I said crush that sounds crush it so instead of instead of salt around the rim so, we got so sugar with some you know flavoring as well right so we're we have an agave sour yeah and a mexican candy coming out this month i was so jazzed when flavors, i tasted you know? it because you know like i said that, that the old agave one is so one-sided and yours really does lend itself to this creativity and i like i think we spoke a little bit about you know like uh, traditional uh tequila drinkers and every once in a yeah. while lisa will attest to this i will drink my version of a sangrita which which is you know an accompaniment a a you know and and it's it i don't even make it i i you know i i buy v8 the spicy hot and and to me that's my that's my sidecar my accompaniment my sangrita and you guys are are kind of doing the same thing where they're not at all but they're gonna it's a it's a a companion drink a, a, you know uh something absolutely here with it i mean I, i'm sure you compare it with a beer too right yeah well as i don't know if you know but but rice wine and agave wine do have one same characteristic and that is is they're both registered by the federal government as agricultural wines right so we all know sake is a sidecar you know you have your sapporo and you have your sake well for example that agave sour shop that's at ocean beach wow makes a great sidecar to a pacifico you know so it, there are some sake characteristics to a agave wine craft agave wine so, that, so, that, that, um, so know, the, the beautiful part about of, about of, guess, uh, nectar blends and i'm gonna but, i'm gonna uh, ask you to explain your logo here shortly but the beautiful part about nectar blends is that you're discovering now that it's not just you know you're not just pigeonholed in the mom and pop mexican food place you're actually in some of the some of the really neat places in san diego well they're they're doing something completely new yeah it's They've they've broken wow. that mold. That mold is all gone now. Yeah. You you've actually just started yeah. to blaze a trail. Yeah. Every hundred percent agave product from mezcal to bacanora to Satol to Mexican to to Rasia every hundred percent agave product. We should all be working on raising the bar on it. So, I mean, that's what we're trying to do with the agave wine. We're, we're really, we like to, we respect anything that's 100% agave, and we feel that agave wine should be on its own respectable it, level it, of it was a necessity rather than just being for, that for those mom and pop places or the control or states, you know, or the BYOB places back east. Um, <laughs> you know, whereas now it's, it's, you guys have come up with something totally out of left field you know and she hasn't had the I've lisa hasn't tried she's never she hasn't tried the the number two batch <laughs> try it um neat first so you can get the nose on it the nose we think kind of is a floral tropical floral smell well, you know, I, I know that, that I wow, have a lot I have of in front of me here, here some, some info that you sent me about about number two. And 
Well, I, I, th yeah, I think you know you sent me your story, and really, that's the first draft. Yeah, and yeah, and oh, yeah, you know, our first, our first draft. I can't, I, I can't stress enough how how cool this is because, you know, you've it's a simple bottle. You're you're really you know the, obviously you're a bootstrap operation, but you're spending the money on on the the relationship part of it. And and being you know respectful to where you come from from the roots of the uh, of of the of the agave wine itself. I love this logo. Explain to me for those of you who can probably who can see it. This is a really cool logo. And by the way, you can find these guys on Facebook. Um, I think you're starting to ex you're exploring Twitter a little bit probably. Um, but explain to us about the logo. Because, because I thought it was really cool. What this looks like, it looks like you know this, this reverse yeah. imprinted in stone kind of thing. You know, it looks like some of the stuff you see in pyramids. So, yeah. Well, you know, the the first flavor we got with this was the honey. We added honey right. to it, and uh, this was like we went through a lot of images and we found this this bee goddess that uh, we sort of manipulated around, added a few things. And uh, we actually had a guy make us a three-dimensional piece. That, that's where, you know, the, the, the image came from. We just photographed that. We figured if we're gonna add any sweetener, we might as well add the top shelf of all the sweeteners, which is of course honey. And right. what better to roll it out than a bee goddess? Cause She's, you know, and then there was a mm -hmm. Phoenician bee goddess online, a little artifact, and we, Jonathan and I made a little black line and brought, brought it to a gentleman in, in wow. Balboa Park that it, it's part of the sculpting guild, and he yeah. happened, and, and he, I called all over trying to do a tile, because we didn't have a lot of money, so we wanted 3D on our label, so instead of a graphic design 3D, we figured might as well, well, <laughs> we better make a tile, because that's going to show well, some 3D without spending $3,000 on a graphic design. <laughs> and and he, he uh, made this beautiful tile. I called all over the, all over, and really had a hard time finding a sculptor that could make a terracotta tile. And we were so lucky that we found one and he happens to be very talented and we're blessed that he made a nice tile for us. And then uh, the graphic design aspect of it, my friend for 20 years, Terry, she put, she graphically and, designed and the colors. For those of you who, who are more traditionalists colors. as far as, you know, the so, uh, goddess spirits yeah. and such, you, you also give a, if you look very closely, you, you also give props to the to the agave and the bat. There's a you guys have a have a murcielago on the um, on the uh, on the on you know that's the, really the first time I've ever seen that other than you know on a rum. But I thought that was very very cool. Yeah, see, we love agave, and the more we can oh, talk about it, wow, it's just part of the history. That is so cool. That is, a, you know, and because honestly, not not knowing yeah, a whole lot about how it. you would come across the, the you know, the, the logo, I thought for sure this was, a, you know, Adobe or it had, it had been 3D'd in some way with shadows cast. 
I didn't know that it was an actual, an actual sculpture, an actual tile. That is beautiful. Yeah. Yep. For the label, right. we took the photo of the tile in the evening sun so we could get the sun coming down oh, from yeah. above. That's nice beautiful. Piece. That's very yeah. cool. I, you know, we can I take this along the tastings and stuff, too. <laughs> it's kind of cool. I can't wait for the T-shirt and the hoodie because you know how quick that's going to go. Right. Right. Well, that's all coming. Yeah. No, that's – yeah, in time – you We're still improving. Company. It's an ever improving venture, you know. So, we want to continually yeah. improve our product and our everything about it. And the, the craft aspect of it, we that's why we, yeah, we want to. So each so batch, this one's batch will be two. different. I know We're that this one, number all our having batch number two, which is the first time I've so, ever opened no, it since yeah. since it was sent to me, honestly. Um, I can already tell that it's way different than that's, batch number one. That's really nice. And, and, you know, the, the, what I love is, you know, margaritas, yeah. generally speaking, yeah. are a warm weather drink. And it's always a challenge for, for tequila companies, you know, e even in just tequila brands in general to keep, you know, their, their tequilas on a menu, especially mm -hmm. during the cold weather. And what I love is that this is going, this looks like it's going to taste just as good in warm weather as opposed you know versus cold weather so you know there there's always that challenge of staying on that menu staying in the forefront and i can only imagine what what the 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 warm weather drinks are going to be like with with uh with nectar blends i i, I have you have you had you you were telling me earlier it was it was really good as a tea as a as a ther as a you know remedy for coughs. Under uh, under if if you heat up the tea too much, it'll vaporize the tequila, and you'll get kind of a uh, vinegar going down your nose. So the, the the teas have to be under that vaporization level of the spirit. And they're really nice. Our friends called us and said how much they're, uh, they're they started adding it to chamomile tea. I'm a green tea fan, but I try it with green tea. And, so, so what um, you're saying is they, they started adding it hot chamomile tea, tea as, uh, and they were really enjoying it. Just so. a warm tea. You know, we, we uh, in Spanish, we have a word that that's um, uh, it's it's more the the meaning is tepid, but in Spanish it's called tibio. So it shouldn't be hot. It should be tibia, tibio. And, you know, not stevia, obviously, but that's something different. But I, so, so when you yeah. serve this, okay. it should be at, at a little warmer than room temp, you know, like it's been, like it's right. not super hot. If you're serving it as a oh a tea dessert See, and or a sake, so long as I've had sake, you know, and I forgot that sake is warm. Tea, sure, uh, you know, some but, people like it warmed or room temp, but so right, yeah, that's yeah. just one of twenty different ways, though. Yeah, we're just trying. <laughs> we need a drink called the rabbit. Uh, the rabbit hole goes deep. I mean, there's there's mint in there. I can taste mint in there. You you could probably make a beautiful mojito sort of 
drink with that. And then the, the, the citrus comes out in it too. There's a lot of citrus in there. It would be a beautiful like lemonade or, or limeade. It, that would be lovely for out on the patio in the summer. I, I can see where the, yeah, especially like in, for instance, in Texas, in the Southern states, the, the, the um, sweet tea is very popular. It would be with sweet tea. It would yeah. be an alternative to sweet tea. Oh, I think it's just throw yeah. it right in there. Oh, really? Wow. You come to Texas, pal. Austin. You know, the, the neat thing is it's so, I love that it's so versatile. And it seems like, look at look at the smile on their faces. They, you guys haven't stopped smiling since you came on online. And, you know, most often when, when and you've, you've seen a few of our open bars, you know, we talk about how tough this business is. And, and we know, and people get pretty serious and, and, you know, they get faint. But what I love is that you guys are really enjoying yourselves while you're out there, you know, yeah. pounding the pavement. You've got to go for all the for all the work that that you've got to be putting in. I mean, we know what kind of work people put in yeah. in this business. Oh, so yeah. for all the work that you're doing to still be smiling, you're either drunk <laughs> or, or you're really enjoying what you're doing. No, I don't know. So, either way, cheers. <laughs> We love it. We're, we're that's great. We're trying, now, to, now, we're trying these, to get the stress these, level down and, and have fun. These, with these recipes, are you accumulating and, uh, them? Are they are so, we soon to Because we're gonna see like neck tags with you know we're, uh, we're recipes. All what, kinds of I would imagine warm and cold yeah. recipes. Yeah, we we have the on Facebook. We have the Del Mar Tequila Classic coming on the nineteenth, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna make quite a few different drinks. I'll oh. share a new one with you. We're gonna do oh, a, a blackberry cilantro lime margarita. Yeah, and then we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a we're gonna do a cucumber celery and we're gonna do a Mexican going, candy. You're going through the whole the, the spectrum. The you can, you can just, do it. It just goes it on, and like on, and on, on and on and on. It sounds like you're like you're really cooking with it, and you're not. But you're using you're using these non-traditional seasonings, you know, as opposed to yeah. And, and I have, I have some tamarindo. I have some, we have some tamarindo oh. cooking in a tincture so of tequila right now. Or we're going to add as a flavoring for some it? You know, like like peppers or things like that? or, or yeah. Well, that was kind of the, the backbone of our whole, uh, how we really developed this drink. The first year out of our kitchens, we probably had... 25 jam jars of yeah. tinctures, you know, tequila soaking in different variations of whatever, <laughs> different herbs, you know, it, that's how we, how, how fruit and, you know, like tamarind that's, that's dough you, you guys infuses can... into to tequila. There, we, we got, 
we can't we, we're, we're, we're gonna stick with this formula right now and and develop the co company before we choke ourselves with complication right. but we, we really can't wait to start creating new, new drinks that's, yeah that's bottle, great you, know, bottle, you guys you guys started out with really well. adventurous palettes so and it's it's but, cool to see that you're bringing that to to this you know you're you're being you're being very adventurous with the you know first of all with with your bottling you know having the different you know i mean it's it's like wine you know every year is going to be different yeah like a vintage but yeah you know you've got these different vintages. Instead, instead of batches you have vintages and then and then really yeah well you know there there are tequilas for instance that yeah. like Fortaleza, you know yeah. who's yeah. And, and guillermo salsa we know him i know him personally and you know every time that's a taona based tequila and every time he puts one out they call him lotes you know one lot like lot number yeah. one is it was but amazing it's, it's but the same as a vintage. Yeah, yeah but it's the same as a vintage and yeah, yeah it, and uh I think uh, I think there are other tequilas that are right. out there, that, yeah, like Ocho tequila. Yeah. You know, they have them from, from different. Uh, it's a single estate tequila, and so one estate's going to taste different than the other estate, and the vintages from those estates all taste different as well. So this is really this is really emulating the best of both worlds. You got you got it the really wine is. world because right. of, you know, and your friends are, are involved. You know that you've learned from them. You got the tequila world. Then you've got the mixologists who who are. I gotta tell you, if you're if you're a yeah. cocktail guy or a mixologist or a bartender who wants to help, who wants to amp up your creativity, try this because you can't. You know, there's nothing you can do with this thing that's going to make you look bad. It's you know what. I, I years ago I used to raise horses you, myself and. Sure. and uh, somebody else That's what and too. and i gotta tell you that this is almost like a good horse if you're a bartender a good horse if you can be the the world's worst horseman but a good horse always makes you good look like a great charro you know and and this is really like a good horse um it i think honestly uh, i'm looking at this and the the what you're telling me is the versatility of it really lends itself to 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 a cocktail guy's creativity so i think it's like a really good horse that that you know you put a saddle on it and a blanket and yeah. this horse is going to make you look great it's like you know we just had the kentucky derby this this past weekend it's like nyquist i'm telling you it's gonna win the pre and the belmont because yeah. you know there's you know if, if you've ever wanted to experiment with something that you wished you did that, that it would trans translate from vodka maybe to tequila or you're doing something different with gin, try it with this because it it might it won't be lost in translation, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, and we were talking last night. You yeah. could add like you know oh, two yeah. thirds of of nectar blends. I can, with, I can really see this or, either, you know, you know it's you always easy to, to float what they call float a mezcal yeah. on top of a margarita, but you can do more than that with this. And, and, and as a great accompaniment, you know, like a sangrita, like an a sangrita alternative. Yeah. Ah, awesome.
Yeah. Yeah. Well, but you know, that said, Mike, I personally, probably more than, than Craig, have a little frustration with this because almost my favorite way to drink yeah. this stuff is yeah. just chilled, <laughs> chilled right out of the bottle, like a white wine. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't even want to put a whole lot of ice in it because it dilutes it a little right. bit, you know? But we can't, we haven't gotten the bartenders to really start pushing it that way yet. And so, and you know, then people can say, where can I get a bottle of this, you know? And if the place can sell bottles, then that's great for us too. But the nice thing is, is um, we're focusing right now on bars and restaurants, mostly just a couple of liquor stores that are, we already had our community liquor stores we already had friends with, but um, you know, we're not quite mature enough as a company to really hit the retail Costco, you know, the Trader Joe's and the liquor stores. So in our bottles, since we're bootstrapping, you know, our, our bottles are very inexpensive, but it's working out great for the bars and restaurants because we're just the price, the product, they only have to pay for the product. They're, they're not yeah, paying it's for the a, whole it's a, it really, you know, $30 bottle or it, something. The price point, I'm sure, is very attractive. Yeah, you, know. Um, it, you know, if anybody in the San Diego area or Southern California, wherever they're, wherever they're watching, um, sees this, where, which, which, which liquor stores can they find it? You know, can, can they find Nectar Blends and, and, and start experimenting themselves with it? Well, just name a few. You, name a few. Yeah, yeah. We got to work on that because we don't have too many liquor stores yet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Heidi's liquor store. Heidi's in North PB, yeah. on okay. Turquoise Street. And now that Beaumont's has taken us aboard, you know, we'll probably get the liquor box in in in, in La Jolla, and and there's another liquor store in Pacific <laughs> Beach. Uh, Magic Market. We might. Uh, is there, there any chance that, but, that but uh, maybe Old Town Liquors could get a, uh, kind of the bulk uh, of our focus right now? So. You tell, you tell, my, you tell I, Zach Romaya from me, Mike Morales. That's why I used to buy He needs to, he to put this you know, in the on the shelves because I'm telling you, he, this is this is really it it. The versatility okay. it oh, yeah. lends itself right. to a much wider audience, which is what his audience is, you know, because because that's that's a shrine for tequila. You know, the you go to San Diego, there's there's people, people there, make their pilgrimage. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's it's tequila mecca for those of us, you know. That's the only I mean, place I'm, to buy my. I'm from Southern California. I'm wearing a Baldwin Park T-shirt. It's where I grew up, and so <laughs> you know, we knew growing up in Baldwin Park. They, when you go to San Diego, the two places you go: <laughs> the beach and you go to Old Town Liquors. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. Well, he's he was. I always remembered he was just so informative and so nice like in my 20s is when i bought a lot of tequilas and añejos i'm 45 now that was a while ago but but i just recall him he's a, that's where he's i got a all the guy from when, because he's when so i was informative a judge and so in mexico he was also a judge so we that's we were all sequestered for two days yeah. drinking over 115 tequilas 
you know, 111 Blancos in one day. We, you know, we went through a lot together. So, so Zach and I have a long history and, and, uh, you know, I, I am such a fan of this because of the versatility that, that it doesn't necessarily have to just be tequila. Now we're talking wines, we're talking infusions, we're talking sake, you know, and, and, Whenever you know when you guys are ready, and, and you, Sorry, you know, you'll know it's a little complicated ready. right now but, for us. But, but yeah, you, if, for Come anybody on. who's watching in the San Diego area, Southern California, if you're planning yeah, a right. trip to the beach, you know, sometime soon, go look at, go find those liquor stores in 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 OB. Um, what other restaurants can they go taste the um, nectar blends? What a, name a few restaurants like in La Jolla? Oh, name your accounts. What the hell? Oh, we're, okay. We're at the, the patio oh, yeah, in Mission Hill, okay. you know, North Park, with uh, Chris Chris Simmons's, and they're working on some other drinks too. They're making the sangria right now with our first batch, which it really the first batch really lends, <clears throat> lends itself well to the sangria because it's a little bit earthier, stronger oh, right flavor, on. you know. So go and see go little, see our guy Chris Simmons, yeah. and we're on the menu at the there. Patio too. famous. So, Famous. Ask anybody where the patio is. They have two locations, right? As far as I know. Okay, the Mission Hills is where Chris is. Chris is a right Chris one in PB. He's and, a big supporter of Agave yeah. Spirits. And now, yeah. uh, as far as I know, uh, we have a caring member of the Tequila Interchange Project. He's he's uh, constantly doing trips back uh, to to Tequila and and exploring mezcal. So. You know, if somebody of that caliber is is experimenting and having a good time, having fun with nectar blends, you can only imagine what anybody else in 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 California is doing. Yeah. Hey, you he know, he, uh, he's he's got, got some good he's got juice. One of those so palettes. On, honestly, there's there, when when nectar blends is ready to grow. You know, we we will. Yeah. Tequila aficionado and, and anybody who's watching us, I'm sure will be one of the first ones to jump on that bandwagon and support you guys. Because I, I think, you know, Cal, Cal, first of all, Cal, the agave spirits industry is is I think lends itself to to um, uh, the the American dream, you know, and starting something from scratch where you have your hands on it and and I think I think people are people are more conducive to to that. It appeals to connoisseurs. Yeah. It appeals to people who are you know not necessarily drinking their wine out of a box anymore. Exactly. You know this this appeals to connoisseurs because it's it's something to talk about. You know you take a sip and yeah. you you taste what's going on in there and there are a lot of different herbs and and fruit flavors and and it's really lovely this. This your second vintage is outstanding. I can't wait for warm weather. Warm weather, I'm telling you. It's, this is Texas. We already have warm weather. Yeah, but I mean, I, you know, warm weather and then cold weather as well, because I think the the the, the warmer recipes are really going to shine with this with with the, the you know how versatile this is. So I 
can't say enough about how how really cool this this product is. Okay, let's let them talk. We've only got a few more minutes. Okay. What I love about what you said is the fruit flavors, and we the idea right. there are no fruits added to the first formula to this formula. But what I love is that was one of our goals was to infuse the certain the correct herbs to give you the fruit notes without the citrus being in there because we don't adding citrus to a bottle the the tequila tends to change the taste of the citrus and we've always felt that you should always add fresh citrus nice. to your tequila so to your glass instead of putting it in the whole batch yeah that's great. So, so like the fact you that you better guard this this recipe like with your life put it in a you safe somewhere later, you know what you know? get a trademark and get a patent on this recipe because <laughs> I'm telling you, this is yeah. I, I'm really, really impressed. I, I was impressed at the begin with you know with with uh, with vintage number one. So vintage number two, everybody well needs to go. Very well done. Congratulations, you guys. And, and we we feel blessed we had this we have this opportunity we feel grateful and well, blessed that we, so we have this opportunity us, and at the end of the day this was this was really great. great it's it's wonderful to <laughs> to be able to to get you and your your Thank product you. out there nectar so that, blends so that people can look for it i'm yeah. telling you brand this on your brain ladies and gentlemen you're going to want this you're going to want it <laughs> You know, you were you were the first tequila aficionado and the only tequila aficionado we've even sent our stuff to. Thank you. Well, so we well, were your it's congratulations like because it's really well we're, deserved. We're, you guys have been doing a great job. We do. <laughs> Continued success. Continue having fun. Um, you know, watch the replay again. Watch how you know this is this is neat when you have entrepreneurs who are having a great time doing what they're doing that's so important you know it it, it makes flying by the seat of your pants a hell of a lot more fun <laughs> right thanks again for joining us on open bar um you guys you guys yeah. rock great to yeah. meet you finally congratulations salute yeah, to all of you guys and continued success and keep me posted. Make sure you let me know where we can find you. Tell tell Zach I said hi. <laughs> Thanks again. Guys. Take care, guys. Yes. Oh, that was Thank cool. You. That's really that guys, that is really a lot of fun in your mouth. That's yep. with you know there are so many possibilities there's so many herbs in there i mean it, it really it tastes like there's a lot going on personally if i were a tequila guy and i am but if i were are you i am you know, oh, okay. but you know sangrita has always been the traditional sidecar accompaniment to a tequila to a blanco or or whatever but i'd say this is an alternative to a sangrita and a really good one with with Blancos and probably even better warmed a little bit as a sidecar to an Añejo. You guys would be really, really surprised, I think, how how cool this this product really is.
I say have it on ice with a twist of lime. Hey. Really great. I We need to add that to some I, sweet tea. I think so. Well, see, there we go. Sweet tea. Yeah. I think that's right. that'll, that'll Thank work you too. very much for joining us on Open Bar this week. Who do we have next week? Next week, uh, what's the date next week? <laughs> <laughs> I lose track. We're so hey, busy booking. It'll be a surprise. It'll be a surprise to me too. Join <laughs> us next week on Open See Bar. Ya. Thank you. Bye.